0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 374. Walking for weight loss? How to lose weight with walking, seriously. Part two, by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Mollick, your narrator of blogs covering health and fitness. I read to you from some of the most popular blogs out there, always with permission from the sites. Today's site being JCD Fitness, And I'll be continuing an article from yesterday. So if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, that's episode 373, you may wanna check that out first. Now, before we get to part two, we're lucky to have Talkspace sponsoring this episode. Sponsors play a huge role in keeping this podcast running, and Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you choose from over 1,500 licensed therapists. Get matched with your perfect therapist who can put you on the path to a happier life. For a special offer just for you, visit Talkspace.com OHD. So again, if you're all caught up, Let's jump right in here, Part Two, and continue optimizing your life. Walking for weight loss: How to lose weight with walking, seriously, Part Two by J C Dean of JCDFitness.com. How to make time for regular walks: One, use gaps in your work schedule. Instead of sitting around on your break, take a five to ten minute walk around the block or the building, if possible. When I used to answer phones at a call center when I was in college, I would walk outside during my 15-minute breaks instead of sitting in the snack room. Two, walk for 10 to 15 minutes first thing upon waking. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just get out of bed 15 minutes earlier than normal, put on those walking shoes, and head out the door. If you're not having to wake up before dusk, you'll get the benefit of morning sunlight, which can help wake you up. This is especially true during the colder months. Nothing wakes you up faster in the morning than cold, crisp air grab a coffee, and get it going. Three, walk on your lunch break. Instead of sitting for the entire hour to eat your lunch, use the remaining time after you've finished eating to get some walking in. Even if it's just for 10 to 20 minutes, you'll break the monotony, get some fresh air, and burn some extra fat that you wouldn't have normally. Four, walk before or after your workout. A great way to warm up for your training session is to do a 10-minute brisk walk to bring your core body temperature up which helps your muscles get loose and ready for hard training. You can also do some walking after a hard training session and take advantage of the heightened calorie burn from training. Five, go for long walks and or hiking on the weekends. This is one of my favorite activities of all time. I love being in the woods and smelling the trees, grass, and hearing the sounds of the wilderness. If you're near an ocean, walking on the beach is incredibly relaxing. And if you're like me, you'll get your feet wet walking on the shore. Six walk after dinner. Something I do somewhat frequently is a stroll after eating dinner. A lot of people claim this helps them with digestion, and there's probably something to that. Also, it's been shown in one scientific study that walking after a meal improves glycemic control. What this means is walking after meals can help you manage blood sugar levels. In this study, it shows that people who walk for 15 minutes after each meal do a better job controlling their blood sugar and improving insulin sensitivity. So for anyone who has diabetes or is pre-diabetic, taking regular walks throughout the day could be a huge positive for their health. Seven, break up your work periods with five to 10 minute walks. If you're like most working people, you probably spend a majority of your day sitting, whether in a car, on a train, or at a desk. So if you can, even if it's only for five to 10 minutes, try to break up your work periods by routinely standing up, stretching out, and going for a quick walk. Even if you just have five minutes of movement every hour, it's a lot better than sitting for three to four hours with no activity. Walking for weight loss tips. One, wear good shoes. Just because you're walking for 10 minutes on your lunch hour, doesn't mean you shouldn't change your shoes. Most of the shoes we tend to work in are stiff, uncomfortable, and not made for walking long distances. We take our feet for granted most of the time because we use them every single day. It's only after we've injured ourselves, gotten blisters, stubbed a toe, or had something go wrong with our feet that we ever pay attention to how amazing it is we can just walk whenever we wish. So when you plan to walk for more than 10 to 15 minutes at a time, wearing shoes made for activity and walking are ideal. Two, remember, walking doesn't have to feel like an intense workout. Going for a walk should be enjoyable. It can even serve as a form of relaxation. Not every activity you do for health and weight loss needs to be intense. Casual walking can help you burn fat, boost recovery from your weight training sessions, and improve blood flow throughout your entire body. Three, you don't have to start logging tons of steps at the beginning. If you're not used to walking much, you don't need to start hitting 10,000 steps per day. While that's a good goal to have, just like everything, you need to start small. Set yourself a goal of walking an extra 1,000 steps per day and leave it at that for a week then see if you can find a way to get more steps in. Four, utilize technology you already have. Most of us have a smartphone and many smartphones will track your steps automatically. So if you wanna get a baseline for how many steps you average daily, just check it out on your phone. If you don't have a smartphone, buy a cheap pedometer to get an idea of how many steps you walk daily. Five, if you have the time and the route's walkable, walk instead of drive. If you normally would drive to the post office, but it's just a mile down the road and you can walk it, do it. Need to meet a friend for a movie? Can you safely walk there? Walk if it makes sense to. When I was in college, I lived about a mile from campus, so unless it was just pouring rain or snow, I walked every day. Ways to make walking for weight loss interesting. If you're trying to make walking a regular habit for weight loss, you want it to be a joy, not a chore. Any form of exercise that feels forced will eventually be put off. No plan. Even the so-called perfect exercise plan will not work if you're not consistent and committed. So here's a quick list of ways to make your walking more enjoyable. One, listen to your favorite music and or podcast. Make a Spotify playlist or pull out your old Sony Walkman and listen to throwback tunes, whatever gets your body out the door and walking regularly. Podcasts are great for walks as well. Maybe you're listening to this one while you're walking. JC also has a Fit Smart podcast. Two. Listen to an audiobook. This is one of my favorite ways to learn something while I spend my time walking. Three, walk in nature. Go out to enjoy the space we came from with or without technology and enjoy the sights, sounds, and smells of the great outdoors. Four, walk with friends. Pretty much every activity is enhanced when you have someone there to enjoy it with you. Plus, having a scheduled walk with a friend or loved one can be good for accountability. Five, take your dogs out. Dogs need to be out in nature. They need the activity, just like you do. Oh, they also gotta pee and take a dump. Six, take an alternate route. If you've been walking the same route for weeks on end, it can get pretty boring. So take an alternate route, or do your walking in a different area for a change of scenery, if possible. Walking for weight loss action plan. Step one, think of two to three times during the day you can take a walk, even if you only have 10 or 15 minutes. It's easy to walk out the door and go around the block a time or two. Step two, commit to at least a dedicated hour of walking per week. Ideally, break it up into small manageable chunks, like 10 minutes per day. I find it best to do this first thing in the morning, but any time will work. Step three, do it. No excuses. You'll likely find that carving out 10 extra minutes per day to walk is relatively easy. And once you get started, you'll likely walk longer than this. But if you can only do 10 minutes, You're done for the day. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Walking for Weight Loss? How to Lose Weight with Walking, Seriously, by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. A big thank you again to Talkspace for sponsoring this episode. A therapist can help you with motivation. And Talkspace, the online therapy company, makes it easy to connect with an experienced licensed therapist that you pick based on your preferences and for much less than the cost of traditional therapy. You can send your therapist text, audio, and video messages, or even do a live video chat. Talkspace therapists are fully licensed and they go through a rigorous screening process. Plus, they've done thousands of hours of supervised professional training. To get matched with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com OHD. And as a special offer just for our listeners, you can use the coupon code OHD to get $30 off your first month, all while showing support for this podcast. That's the code OHD, and you can use that at Talkspace.com slash OHD. Ah, where do I start? There are so many things I want to add to this article, and JC did such a wonderful job explaining all the benefits of walking. It just got me excited, and I don't know where to start. So when JC mentioned how to make time for regular walks, One of my favorites is number four, walking before or after my workout. We're learning through research that warm-ups can help prevent injury. And one of the best ways to warm up is by simply brisk walking. Brisk walking is walking for most people at around three to 3.5 miles per hour. It shouldn't exhaust you, but it should get your heart rate up too. And if you walk after your workout and then follow that walk up with some stretching, what we're finding is that it actually drains the body of some of those stress byproducts that are released when you train. They're called catecholamines. So by walking and stretching after your training, you actually flush some of those out of your system, which may lead to less soreness the next day. And I love his idea of breaking up your walks with five to 10 minute walks. So if you're sitting for eight hours a day, set an alarm on your phone. Set it so that it goes off maybe every hour or every two hours. And when it goes off, you stand up and you go for a five-minute walk. Now you might wonder, well, five minutes is not going to do anything. That's barely going to get my heart rate up. But we're actually learning, and the Surgeon General completely supports this idea, is that the walking you do, even if you do it in small increments, like five minutes at a time, it still improves your health. That's pretty amazing. Just five minutes of walking, even if you break it up and do that multiple times a day, can lead to better health. So while it may not seem like much, it's so worth it. And when I walk, one of my favorite things is definitely to listen to a podcast or an audiobook. I've been on this audiobook kick. My brother keeps buying me subscriptions and I just love that. I've gone through so many books and I feel like I've learned so much. And so now I'm finding I actually look forward to my walks even more because I get to finish the interesting book that I was listening to. And when my wife wants to walk, I usually go with her, but in case I can't, she actually takes one of our cats out for a walk. Yes. One of our cats actually likes to walk. We put a little harness on him. We've got a little leash, and he just walks by and smells things. And he's actually, I think he thinks he's a dog, but he's actually pretty well behaved. So that works for her. It is a very interesting sight. You should see my wife walking our bright white Angora cat. In fact, my neighbor who was sitting on the porch one day saw my wife walk by with the cat and went, Wow, that's uh, amazing. Whatever works for you, whatever gets you motivated, if it gets you up and moving, I'm happy. All right, that's it for today. I hope you're having a great week. Thank you for listening and being a subscriber. I'll be back tomorrow with the Friday Q&A as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs,